Hey everyone, it's Morgan um, with the Witch's Cauldron and the Broom Closet. I wanted to do a little podcast today since I'm not well and the um, seminar got canceled for today. Um, I thought I'd come at you with some um, with a podcast so you're not missing out. Um, I want to talk tarot today. Um, I haven't talked about tarot in a while, and, you know, the last time that um, we talked tarot, it was talking about, you know, some of the facts and the favorite way of using cards. Um, This time I'm going to talk about, you know, rules for interpretation. Um, So, first and foremost, we need to know the cards are like the little mirror, mirror on the wall type deals. Um, They help us to see and understand ourselves better. Um, They do not in themselves carry a guarantee that their user will always draw the correct conclusions. Now, um, this means, you know, basically that it's when you throw cards for someone, um, it's basically giving you an outcome that could happen if they continue on the path that they are on. Um, you know, tarot cards, they're a set of tried and tested tools that um, it's a divination tool that we use um, to become more aware um, of misleading or arbitrary beliefs. Um, there are many ways of expanding our um, perspectives with the tarot. And when we apply these new insights in our everyday lives, we find new solutions appearing out of nowhere. So um, it's really important to understand that they're mirrors. They help us, but they're not the end-all be-all. It's just one possible outcome if you continue on the road that you are traveling. Um, Every card has a positive and a negative meaning. This is most important to rule... This is one of the most important rules to to remind to bear in mind when um, you're when you're trying to grasp the full scope of the symbolism, um, the positive and the negative balance. But it's also a helping tool. Some people don't read upside down or transverse cards. Um, some people do. I tend to do. Um, the transverse cards every once in a while. Um, I feel that, yeah, while we have enough negativity in the deck, um, it still is going to give us a a better insight on what is going on in the lives of people when we're using them as a tool for divination. Um, When you're using your cards, your energies, you need to concentrate extremely hard on these cards. Um, They... They may give your imagination too much to, you know, go with, but, um, like for instance, okay. Um, maybe afraid that the fool is about to fall over a cliff when in fact there's no real evidence in the image to support that idea. So you don't really know if the fool will go forward or, or turn back or if the cliff is in fact a cliff, it might just be a step. Um, the card doesn't provide that type of information. The full card does not provide that type of information. So dwelling on it, there's really, there's no point in dwelling on it. As an interpreter, um, it's plausible when it is a coherent 
and makes definite sense to the observer, so long as the personal evaluation is based on actual clues to be found in the image. Um, so don't overthink the image is pretty much what that's saying. Um, differentiate between subject level and object level as the need arises. Um, these terms are coined by Swiss psychologist C.G. Jung for the purposes of interpreting dreams. On the object level, the figures and the scenes in a dream, or depicted on the tarot card for this instance, stand for people and external events. As seen from the point of view of the subject level, the same figures and scenes become mirror images, so facets of one's own personality or inner affairs. An argument um, or a conflict in a dream or on a tarot card may serve to work through or prepare you for an actual controversy involving people who really do exist. Um, the same dream or, or the same tarot card can, under different circumstances, also be indicative of an inner struggle. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a struggle you're having on the outside. It could be something that you personally are struggling with. Uh, the question is to whether it's the, the subject level or the object level that provides the right perspective in any given situation, and it needs to be answered on a case-by-case -case basis. Um, you can consider both possibilities, but then, again, you don't want to overthink. Um, you're going to have to learn when doing your tarot cards. You have to learn to recognize and take account of associations. Um, the past 200 years have witnessed the development of a broad literature of interpretation for the tarot. A number of general standards have become established, first and foremost, with the respect to the assignment of the four suits to the four elements. Thus, the Cards of Cups suit stands for the element water, which in turn is associated with the soul and the psyche and their various aspects. Personal association... Associations, <laughs> which occur to one, may seem to involve quite unconnected things. For example, um, in the case of Four of Cups, wasn't that a lovely holiday last year? It's time to spread some outdoors, um, spend some time outdoors. Or this figure with his crossed arms really irritates me, like my husband, child, colleague, etc., when they refuse to listen to me. So personal associations like this are certainly part of reading cards, and they make the process of interpretation more colorful and concrete. But by placing too much emphasis on personal notions and associations in tarot interpretation, we run the risk of changing, chasing our own tales and simply reinforcing the thinking patterns which are, we already have. Um, that's why it's important to know both levels of interpretation, personal associations and interpretation standards, and be able to keep them apart. Um, we often find new perspectives emerging in everyday life. Um, to keep the example above, you may also want to realize that you don't just need any type of holiday, but it's time for a period of reflection. So it's not necessarily that, hey, you need a vacation. It's, uh, you might want to think about that. You might want to look into yourself. Um, each card represents both a motivation and a warning. So there's some of that positive and negative. Um, remember the symbolic nature of the images and don't take everything at face value. Uh, Pentacles stands for money, uh, but it's also things that are material. 
um, for the body, generally for the, all impressions and traits that we have gathered in the past that we ourselves impress upon other people. The sun, that may have nothing to do with our local star. It may be a symbol for consciousness or for fatherhood or divinity or light or day, you know, so many other things. Um, just make sure that you're looking into that as well, not being too matter of fact. Give yourself time to observe at leisure without jumping to conclusions. Um, we use the card of the day. It provides the best way to train yourself into the habit of impartiality. Um, even though we would like the tarot to provide us with clear and especially quick answers, um, it's most helpful if we can exercise patience and first observe without trying to evaluate what the tarot card is providing to the way of insights. Um, an interpretation is only complete after it has led to practical consequences. Uh, we gain the greatest benefit from laying tarot cards when we are prepared not merely to ask theoretical insights, but also to draw practical conclusions. The practical results are the only yardstick with which we can assess whether a given interpretation was right for our personal situation or not. Um, enjoy the magic of the moment. Um, enjoy your card spreads. This is not something that should be considered daunting. Um, when laying your card spread, there's two kinds of magics. There's uh, one, there's uh, magic of the images the interplay of viewpoints and perspectives and the other is an infinite momentariness to enjoy the fascination of this mystery to the fullest uh, it helps to see every spread as something completely new and pristine free from all past experiences and you know that's why we we as card readers people seek us out because they like the whole well she doesn't know me or he doesn't know me and how would they know this you know that's the magic of the moment um i've had a lot of people who have wanted readings from me who have just looked at me with you know because they've come in skeptic and they look at me with fascination when i'm done and they're just like oh my god there's no way you could have known this and then they tell you everything so you're kind of an advisor in that respect so just remember those points and um, study your cards my suggestion would be to start out if you're new to this start out with the Rider Waite tarot deck um, learn those cards and then you can move on the cards will call to you you will you will be drawn to the deck that most suits you later once you have um, I don't want to say mastered once you have experience with your card deck uh, you will find a deck that is actually calling to you so take your cards get the books study the books study the cards you want to know what's going on with your cards or you can just continue to <laughs> listen to my podcast because eventually we will be going in to the different cards and what the symbolism is of the cards of the Rider Waite tarot deck get your deck if you haven't gotten your Rider Waite just yet it's not going to help you much, but that's what I suggest is the Rider Weight Tarot Deck because that's where I'm going to be um, getting all of my information from. It is one of the easier decks to learn. So thank you for listening, and I can't wait to talk to you guys again. Have a great day. Blessed be, and let your word be your bond.